I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker, this is Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. Hello and welcome to Talk Wrestling from Talk Sport on your Fight Night feed and back on Talk Sport 2. Delighted to be back on Talk Sport 2. And we're back on Talk Sport 2 because it is a very special occasion. Clash at the Castle this weekend. Tonight, in fact, if you're listening to this live on radio, in Cardiff, the first UK pay-per-view since 1992. A huge crowd, the chance of a UK champion being crowned in the main event the chance of a uk and irish grand slam champion mm. being crowned on the show as well so of course i will gavin had to be joined by the wrestling czar sadly no longer talk sports wrestling czar but he's still our wrestling czar at talk wrestling alex mccarthy how are you sir <laughs> i'm very good thank you what what's the football analogy i'm probably like Henri coming back on loan at the end of his stellar <laughs> arsenal career from the states uh but yeah man obviously talk wrestling is still uh, very much a fixture with us two. There, are, you know, there are plans now that I'm settled in with Daily Mail. Hopefully, we can get a more regular thing going on. But whatever, there was always going to be a special uh, shows going on, Clash of the Castle weekend, uh, and that's exactly what we've got. Two shows that will bookend Clash at the Castle, uh, and we've got some great guests too. So I'm very excited. Yeah, unbelievable. So we're going to have a show today, Saturday, which is. So just to, I'm going to pull back the curtain. I'm going to give them the proverbial. Peep show. We're currently sat in a a pub in Houston getting ready to jump on a coach to take us to Cardiff. It's Thursday evening. The clinking of glasses is going on. Yeah, good Foley work, mate. Appreciate it. Great, great effects. Yeah. Uh, That's, that's, Foley is a radio term. I don't mean Mick. Uh, Although he could easily rock up this weekend. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) uh, We're sat at a pub ready to get on a coach to Cardiff on Thursday evening. Friday, big day of media, making a lot of the big names available. Uh, Al is going to be all across that. And we're going to bring you some of those interviews in this show today, previewing the show. Plus, we're going to do a preview of the card. And then on Monday... 
we'll have three exclusive interviews for you that are exclusive to TalkSport. Yep. Plus, we'll have some reaction from Triple H to the show. And some of our friends who will be at Clash of the Castle will be joining us to review what is a stellar-looking show. And genuinely, from a pay-per-view perspective, it is a stellar-looking show. If this wasn't a UK pay-per-view, I'd be looking at this card and being very excited about at least three of the matches. And actually, I kind of feel like three is that golden number. If there are three matches on a card that I'm like, oh, and then the rest of it around it's decent, then I'm excited. And you add to it the UK perspective as well. A historic weekend on the horizon, Al. Yeah, absolutely. And when, like you just said there, with the three matches, you know, you want a, a backbone, a spine of the card, as it were. Uh, and, and when so I, your centre-back, your centre-mid yeah, and your striker. Is. That's what's it going is. on here. Good analogies <laughs> on this show this week. Um, but, you know, obviously, for me, in terms of build, um, I've been campaigning for Sheamus to, to get the what would even be called the full sweep I guess he, he would have won everything in the company uh, Royal Rumble as well King of the Ring uh, Money in the Bank he's literally done everything I mean, in terms of titles he's the greatest ever he is the greatest of all time I've said it um, on paper so for him and Volta though oh Gunther sorry I correct myself yeah oh, it's fine I uh, think we all know they are going to beat seven shades of you know what out of each other very, very excited to see such a physical uh, matchup for Sheamus in on an occasion where he's trying to make history. You know, I, I think there couldn't be a better dance partner for Sheamus. It's fresh, right? We've seen how well Sheamus works with like a Drew McIntyre and other people that are willing to, to just batter him like the way he will batter them. So I think that's going to be magnificent. Of course, you've got Roman and Drew, which, which sells it as a main event. But I don't know about you. There were eyebrows raised when Seth Rollins and Riddle was pulled from SummerSlam. But that build, I actually think over the past kind of two weeks, has really heated up. Have you been loving the little vignettes I where they're like... I love it. They've randomly got a, a shot out of an office window to the car park yeah, and yeah. the two of them are just wailing on each other. And then suddenly they'll like appear in the background of a shot and they're just beating each other up. It's like, it's like the Peter Griffin chicken fight from uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Family, from family Guy, yeah. Guy uh, that has just been going on constantly on WWE TV for like three straight weeks. And I've absolutely loved it. I want to be in Weatherspoons in Cardiff... <laughs> Sipping down a a a price friendly pint, and then I want Riddle and Rollins to burst in and beat each other to death, uh, mate. It's been amazing, uh, and as we said as well, what caught social media are like this week, uh, and this is certainly more conducive to the Triple H era of WWE, which I'm sure we can get into as well. I've found very refreshing, but that promo where Rollins brought up uh, about how Riddle. And his, his, his divorce and his wife and kids wanted nothing to do with him. Everyone was like, <gasps> oh, my word. Well, we really are in London. They can hear us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I, I just feel like for all of the or original scepticism that filled Twitter when that match was pulled from SummerSlam, I'm really pumped for it now. I really want to see it. We know they've had real beef in the past. That's been explained to us. It was actually TalkSport who broke the news about what really happened with that and Riddle explained how they kiss and made up late last year but what better than to to recall <laughs> those bitter feelings and get into it again this weekend I, honestly I think those are two amazing supporting matches for the main event which will also dominate headlines yeah look I think what we're going to do is a little bit later in the show we're going to get to the interviews and kind of the upcoming sections and we'll do our actual 
preview of the card coming up. Also, what's great to see this weekend is ICW are running a show. Yeah. Progress are running a show. Yeah. Uh, WWE are doing all sorts of extra events around it as well. And I feel like kind of post-pandemic, I've just started to go to indie shows again in the last couple of months. I've hit the odd one here and there. You know, Rev Pro starting to heat up now as well. And... and it just it's starting to feel like we're getting a bit back to there being a UK scene. And let's not forget it's at a time when NXT UK is getting pulled. A yes. lot of talent have been released. NXT Europe is coming, so maybe some of those guys come back. We have to wait and see what happens with that. But actually, it's a point where the UK scene is starting to get back to a healthiness that it hasn't seen for maybe four years. I would lay money that... I mean, first of all, I can't believe that Flash and Mandrews will let go anyway. Not mad. They, that, that is a mad decision. They are a tag team that could have set alight any show you put them on. At a time where clearly Triple H is trying to rebuild the tag team ranks and all the shows where he recruits Hit Row back, right, and, and stuff like that. Flash and Mandrews are as good as anyone in the world. I spoke to them both after they departed the company. They haven't said this to me, but I would lay money if WWE don't pick them back up again. They will end up in AW. They are too good to just float around, not in a major promotion. They, and you know, when you look at AEW as a tag team kind of company too, I know they're inundated with them, but they do have a lot of the best tag teams in the world. I believe Flash and Mandrews have to be somewhere big time. And I would honestly be shocked if Triple H were to just let them walk. There has to be more to it than that. You know, I, I'm not sure what's gone down, but you know, I know that um, Mark Andrews, He's still doing the BBC podcast for wrestling. Mm -hmm. He had big plans to do stuff in Wales this weekend. And he said, as it just got closer and closer, he heard less and less from WWE. And then, before you know it, the, the release has happened. So how do you go from that being a, a central part of, I'm not saying he was going to be a big part of the show, but he said he had big things leading up to it with BBC, of course, which he, he luckily is still happening. I'm very glad for him that it is. But I just can't believe they would have let go of those two. So there's quite a few talents like that they've been let go in NXT UK I just have uh, hopefully that's a good news as you just alluded to for the UK scene as a whole so I think good weekend for the UK scene great weekend for UK wrestling a brilliant pay-per-view coming up which we will preview let's just before we kind of get to the breakdown for this card in general which is why we've got a couple of minutes here before we get to the interviews the Triple H era this is the first time we've sat down and talked about yeah. it yeah, storylines are following through from week to week the quality of matches on TV has gone up markedly noticeably and the I'd say that the results are mattering and making sense people with titles are winning matches people are having to win matches to win shots at titles it's just mm -hmm. it feels like the week to week just it only has required very simple improvements and there's don't get me wrong there's some fantastic stuff as well bringing back Johnny Gargano absolutely love it one of a number of talents that have now been brought back into the company reversing a lot of the things that the fans were weirdly funny about like you know he's now called Matt Riddle not Riddle like yeah, I know that's yeah, only a very yeah, little yeah. thing but, Austin theory, but it's so. going to really win over fans doing stuff like that getting the basics right has improve the product no end to the point where now I actually thought this week's Raw was the worst one since Triple H had taken over <laughs> I'm still not sure they know how to do a go home show but huh. 
overall the last five weeks or so I've been excited on a Monday to get up and watch and Raw. that's the key that is the key right because for how long did you just start to lose interest in a week to week of Raw where you just knew nothing was going to really happen now we've got Gargano's surprise return and I put the emphasis on surprise because in this day and age that is just something that doesn't happen Loomis was ruined ahead of time uh, there was a couple of others that have happened that uh, you, you could have telegraphed you've got Bailey in this new faction that's interesting I feel like Raw one of the main strengths it had kind of around the turn of the century was at the end of every episode would leave you wanting to see what happened next right and they've kind of got that good again here the uh the Beth Phoenix tease with Rhea Ripley the other week. Oh man, that got that got me going. I want to see that, right? Even if it's mixed tag or the singles, give it to me. Uh, and then this week, I think they thought they were doing that with um, Raquel and Alia winning the belt, but it kind of left everybody a bit exasperated of how you don't go with Dakota and, and Io. But, but you know what almost makes me laugh about that? Is that that is in the space of a month and a half expectations being raised mm. because actually on paper I don't mind them going with the surprise winner and not going with the obvious route and eventually putting the titles yeah, on yeah. them it's much more of a baby face thing than a heel thing that you would do but even so it's a minor misstep and people have gone up in arms about it whereas normally that would be the kind of cherry on the top of the other 17 issues you had yeah, with the go, show. Uh, yeah, so yeah. like, I, I kind of didn't hate it. But I, I also like from that show, sorry, with where we've said, you know, Raw, okay, wasn't amazing this week. I did like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and the Usos. The honorary Us, in my opinion, is it's the best, maybe, story <laughs> in WWE right now. Uh, and I feel like over the last month, since Triple H has really got his teeth into it, it's really dialed it up and they've played to it so much more. It's brought out the best in Sami Zayn. Um, there are multiple parts of the show now, whereas a year ago, what were we saying? Well, we, whatever Roman's doing is good. You know, whatever Sasha was doing, <laughs> that was pretty much it. You're like, oh, you know, what else have we really got going on here? Feels like a lot more of the show is important and they're hitting on more cylinders as a result. Right, interviews coming up shortly. Uh, do we know who you've got? Who you're speaking to tomorrow at the moment? Yeah, there's a list. Uh, y- yesterday, for the people who don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, I know Finn Balor is on the list. Hey, look, um, it's going to be a wonderful surprise Gunther. when you find out in about three minutes' time exactly who we're going to be speaking with. Uh, we'll bring that to you live up next here on Talksport Two. Talk wrestling on Talksport Two. You're listening to Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. It's our big Clash at the Castle preview tonight, live on BT Sport Pay-Per-View and the WWE Network. And in Cardiff, there are still tickets. I know it's kind of 1.15, 1.30, but if you're in Cardiff and you're not going already and you're listening to this, what are you doing? Go and get yourself a ticket for this evening. Uh, you're hearing the music of Judgment Day because this is our Judgment Day segment. Friday, recording ahead of Saturday's show. Alex McCarthy spoke with all three members of Judgment Day, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor, ahead of them being in action in Cardiff this weekend. I'm here with Finn Balor, Cardiff, Clash of the Castle weekend. I've got to say, man, Judgment Day really found their stride recently. Like It's been really entertaining to watch on TV. I don't want to say that it's, you know, a correspondent of Triple H coming to power or anything, but have you really enjoyed getting to work with him again because you've obviously got that great relationship from when you joined the company yeah uh, it might be a coincidence I don't know but I, I've definitely uh, been enjoying going to work a lot more recently uh, I think that's mainly down to the fact that I'm 
getting to do something that I really enjoy and that's been a true heel, uh, yeah. something that I haven't had a chance to do in WWE correctly. Uh, we'd hoped to do it in NXT, mm. uh, but when we lost uh, the interaction of the live crowd, um, we kind of tweaked the character to be more of a tweener, like cool heel. Mm. So uh, I feel very comfortable uh, in the current version of like a true classic heel. Uh, and, and I'm enjoying it, man. It's, it's fun. Do you think as well, like having a having a proper stable in WWE, has that been kind of overdue for you? Have you ever had any other designs for that? Have you asked about it at all, or is this just the right time? Uh, I think uh, when I had discussed it before, I had pitched the idea of going with the AOP. Oh, wow. uh, but I feel like now looking back, it might have been too similar to Bullet Club, and yeah. like. I feel like uh, when you try to like recreate something, it's never as good as it's uh, you know the the original. And I, I feel like this Judgment Day is something like so far removed from Bullet Club that uh, it, it's very refreshing uh, for me especially, and uh, not having to kind of try and recreate like what I've done like years and years ago. Uh, so like I'm I'm more creatively fulfilled now than I have been in a long time in WWE and. Uh, uh, yeah, it feels good just like kind of going out there and expressing yourself a little bit more freely as a heel. You know, the yeah. the, the reins are off a little bit, and uh, yeah, just uh, I'm enjoying it again. The Good Brothers are supposedly available guys right yeah, now. Have yeah. you been on the phone to Carl at all? Or? I'm talking to Carl every day. <laughs> are we trying to get him back in? Or are we trying? Listen, just, I'm I'm sure uh, I'm sure the opportunity for those guys. To return to WWE will happen. Uh, you know they have all the, all the talent in the world. Uh, you know they've proven themselves all over the world in every promotion uh, at every level, and uh, you know they can do it. Uh, so I'm sure you know once once the time is right, they'll they'll be back. Two more. Tell me we're heading to Ballarat. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, That's a legit yeah, thing so uh, like from a personal standpoint, when Edge retired, uh, I was you know disappointed at the fact that you know that match will never happen uh, when he returned uh, you know Royal Rumble a couple of years ago kind of like that spark uh, was kind of reignited and uh, now we're obviously I think tomorrow's the first time we've actually been in the ring together I'm not sure but um, uh, we've had a couple of interactions with run-ins and stuff like that but um but yeah hopefully we can get to that singles match with Edge that's something that I'm dying for me too me too and finally like there were designs on you in NXT UK, right? Like that was kind of put into place and COVID maybe wreaked havoc with where that was going to go. What was the grand idea at that time to go towards? And, and I guess, are you interested in NXT Europe? You must be. Yeah, uh, the idea with NXT UK was to get to Finn versus Walter. Uh, now it looks like we get <laughs> and that's what we were working towards. Uh, and obviously COVID uh, put a stop to that. But, you know, that match can still happen now, whether it's Raw or SmackDown uh, or possibly, you know, NXT Europe. Uh, it's something that I've already expressed to the boss that I'm, I'm very eager to be involved in. Uh, and, you know, if the opportunity arises, you know, I'll be there at NXT Europe. I know you've been to this fair land recently, yeah. uh, but recently you've been a very busy boy in the ring as well. Let's a bit. <laughs> some legends banging around, man, working with Edge, main event of Raw in Canada. That's, that must have been a crazy thing for you. That, it's got to be one of your career highlights at this point. It's the biggest thing I've done in my career, wow. hands down, easy. Um, I mean, main event in Raw in Canada against Edge, yeah. getting like 30 minutes or whatever we had. Yeah. Um, 
That was special. That, I mean, that was that goes. That's up there. One of my all-time favorite moments in my career. Yeah, and like you just said, that time and you delivered crowd going mad. Like, I mean, going into it, you must have been thinking, okay, this is a big opportunity. How did you feel coming out of it? What was the reaction like? Yeah, going in, it was just like, just don't suck today. <laughs> 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 Please don't suck today. Uh, and then coming out, I mean, I, I, I took me. I had my own moment you know, when I got, got backstage, and I was just like. Everybody's like, are you okay? Are you, are you not happy with this? And I was like, no, I'm ecstatic. I just need a moment like, to really understand and process what just happened, yeah, yeah. you know? But that was 100%, it was super special for me. It, it's, it's not just that I wrestled in the main event and whatnot, it was who I worked with. And, it just meant a lot to me because I, I know like your rivals right but like it must be cool to deliver for him like after he's had that long layoff and then he's in that hometown that main event you know i'm sure you spoke some words beforehand but again he must have been he seemed delighted afterwards with what he said to the crowd and whatnot that must be an extra layer of coolness obviously you know when again legend hall of famer he's been there done that you know and now you know he's you know giving me praise and we went out there and we delivered I'm just happy that I was able to hold up my end, put it yeah, that way. Yeah. Edge is going to be Edge, no, no matter what, right? Like, he's going to deliver, like, because it's him. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. He just has to show up. Right, exactly. So it was more so a lot of pressure for me to deliver, and but for, for him. You know, I, I didn't want him to be like, I wasted one of my few final matches on this guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. that was a big deal because he does have a limited amount of matches left, right? So... I wanted to make sure that this was it was worth it for him. Very last one, another legend you've worked with, Rey Mysterio. Like, is that someone as well? Since you've been on the main roster, you're getting to rub shoulders with guys you maybe thought you'd never get to. How's that? It's wild, man. Rey Mysterio, yeah. I mean, as a Latino, you know, like his impact to our culture has been wild. So for me to now get to work with him and knowing that I'm in like in a position of you know representation, I'm still learning a lot just watching him and how he carries himself, how he handles you know, basically just kind of re the representation side of, of the culture. So, um, yeah, man, it's crazy, all the people I've gotten to work with and the legends and, and how cool it's been working with them. It's not just that I get to, it's yeah. how they work and how they are, um, the learning, uh, the experience, all of it, it's, it's just all positive. And there's gonna be many more, my man. Congratulations, yeah. thank, thank you. you very much. Appreciate it. here with Rhea Ripley in Cardiff ahead of Clash at the Castle. Rhea, why is the best story on TV you dominating Dominic Mysterio? <laughs> I think because people would just love it. I don't know. It's something about a woman just like being so dominant. I don't know what it is, but people would just like gravitate towards it. And I'm sort of love, like, I'm living for it. You're like Steve Austin of the 90s. You're turning up to TV each week. What am I going to do this week uh, yeah, with like, Dominic? How can I be a menace this week? How can I just like break people's dreams? Does, does Dom secretly, he's secretly okay with it, isn't he? He's just like, you know what, Ria? What are we doing this week? I feel like he has to be at this point. He's got no choice. <laughs> hey, how much are you enjoying that though? Just the general story and that, you know, with the Mysterios is cool anyway. I'm loving it. Like getting to step in the ring with Ray and Edge and even Dom, like, it's just so crazy but like growing up and watching Ray and Edge like it's wild that I get to be mm. in the ring with them especially because like I never thought that would be a thing being a part of the women's division you know like I didn't think that I would 
get this opportunity so it's cool to be a part of judgment day and and sort of live out my childhood in a way i think it's so cool to see a woman positioned so powerfully in the story like yeah. in a stable as well like it's very unusual but it's working out great yeah sort of being the muscle of the group's really cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in wales by the way don't suppose you're going to reach out to tegan knox while we're here will you <laughs> i actually talked to her a couple of weeks ago oh yeah 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 i miss her i think she's great I think we're going to see Tegan again soon, do you think? I would love to. I, I Fingers are crossed. I hope she comes back. I keep seeing you're working out with uh, Buddy Matthews. Uh, you know, that's the name we're going to use right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a workout partner to pick, by the way. That man is in, in jacked <laughs> form. How are those workouts? Look, I make him do my workouts, okay? <laughs> that's how he got so jacked. <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He, I don't, he frustrates me because he's so jacked and just so fit, but he doesn't like going to the gym. Really? And he's like, 45 minutes, we're done. I'm like, nah, bruh. <laughs> I need at least two and a half hours. If you weren't here, I'd be here for six, okay? <laughs> he frustrates me so much. I'm like, how can you be so jacked and hate working out? All right, final, final question, because I know we have to wrap up. If we could have a, you know, uh, uh, an intergender match, right? You know, you're looking so great in that fashion right now against Dominic is it with Dominic is that where we would go who would you pick <laughs> I mean I would love to step in the ring with Dom and I think the crowd would eat it up yeah. you know like they'd go wild I think being in the ring with Edge so many times I would love to have a match against Edge um, I, I sort of want to take a spear in a way which is like weird and sick and sadistic in a way but like I just want to like Take a spear. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I think it would be Edge. Uh, the members of Judgment Day for you here on our big Clash at the Castle preview. Still to come, we'll actually preview the show itself. Myself, Will Gavin and Alex McCarthy. Uh, but up next, we're going to hear from Big Bad Drew McIntyre. We're going to hear from the Street Profits. And we're going to hear from Gunter himself. All still to come on Talk Wrestling. You're on Talk Sport 2. Talk Wrestling on Talk Sport 2. <laughs> This is a Talk Wrestling special here on TalkSport 2 with me, Will Gavin, and TalkSport Wrestling's are Alex McCarthy, ahead of Clash at the Castle tonight on TalkSport 2. And right now it's time to hear from the Street Profits, from Gunter, uh, uh, with, alongside Ludwig Kaiser, and from Drew McIntyre himself, ahead of main eventing this whole dang weekend uh, here on TalkSport 2 before we look over the card for Clash at the Castle. Garvey here with the man who made it happen, I've said it. Drew McIntyre is in the house. Wow, I wish I could take all the credit. I talked about it for a long time and uh, our people backstage, the magicians made it happen with the Cardiff government. But, uh, you know, since everyone's seen I made it happen, uh, you know, give old Drew McIntyre a little cut of that gate. Pay-per-view <laughs> <laughs> points now we're Should talking. Try some of the back end, let's just some of these actors get deals. Was it the percentage of the movie? Yeah, percentage of the gate for old McIntyre on top of his whatever guarantee. Conor McGregor-esque. Uh, Roman Reigns this weekend, all the marbles on the line, main event, couldn't have scripted it better. Let's talk about Roman though. Has there been any talk at, in the build up to this or at any stage of maybe splitting the titles? Would that be the better option in your mind, do you think, moving forward? I mean, there's no talk to me about any plan whatsoever. Um, <laughs> that's the truth. And generally, I don't like to find out to last minute because things change so much anyway. But, uh, you know, splitting the titles may not be a bad thing if it's possible. 
Um, I've been saying it constantly on TV and in media. I do believe the titles deserve to be represented in an appropriate manner, which means being on the show when they're both together. They can't be on both shows. Um, the weekend live events, the media interviews right now, the titles should be represented, should be very visible. And there's a certain honor and prestige to those titles. And it used to be you defended them every 30 days and we've lost that somewhere along the line. And they're fine right now. They're on a huge star like Roman Reigns. But at the same time, I do believe they need to be on the show. And um, there's no more emphasis on wrestling right now. It'd be nice if the champion wrestled. Have you spoke to your friend Tyson Fury? He's going to watch it up close? Yeah, I saw his little video, though, when he messed up every freaking name of the show and everything else. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's coming again. Big name. Uh, him and I have gone back and forth for a long time. You know, he enjoys the product. His family enjoy the product. I put a lot of wise on it. You better stay at my business during the match. And after the match, when I win those titles, can do what he wants. Swing those big hands. When I take him down, he'll be like a turtle on his back, not knowing what to do. <laughs> I mean, have you even mentioned that maybe this could be an annual thing? And if it is, Tyson Fury, maybe when he's undisputed champion, we could have a go. I've certainly pushed the idea of like, being a more regular thing. As far as I'm concerned, this is a blueprint uh, for many future events in the UK, stadium events especially. You know, being in Cardiff, I think this is a perfect phase one. Like You've seen the area, you know how compact everything is. Yeah. You can literally walk everywhere, walk to the pub, walk to the castle, walk to the stadium. It's going to be a perfect you know, phase one. This, the principality's got the roof that's so close to the pitch, can, keeping that noise inside. Yeah, yeah. This is the perfect phase one, the perfect blueprint for many more to come. You never got, last one here, never got your NXT UK wish. Uh, NXT Europe launching though, be a hell of a way if you were the champ and you made a pit stopper. Is yes. that something you'll push? Is that something you'll push for to make an appearance? I mean, if I was running the company and I really wanted to make a bang with NXT Europe, I'd certainly send the champion that's yeah. from the area. And you're a touring player. You've always been doing yeah, the rounds, the, eh? The, 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 the touring champion. Well. Yeah, that was my thing uh, back in Independence, and it got to the point where I had too many titles. I need a separate <laughs> bag for them, and they weighed a freaking ton. I had to pay extra every time. So it's not always the wisest to win like ten titles at once. <laughs> but it was fun to be the touring champion, and with WWE we tour all the time. So WWE champion, the touring champion, unless you're Roman and you tour occasionally to one show. Well, when I speak for us Brits, I'm sure I'll say we, we hope that you've got two more in your bag this weekend. Uh, good luck against Roman, brother. Thank you, McCarthy with Gunther Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, fellas, let's start with that. I was speaking to Dewdrop the other day. She said she's had some talks with Triple H and he's open to maybe changing her name back. You've got so much history tied to the previous names. Uh, you know, Imperium lives on in, in lots of people's minds. Is that something you would even have a conversation about? Does it bother you that much? Mm, no, not really, to be honest. I think that what I can say for me, it like, felt like a step up in general compared to who I was before, and I wouldn't want to take that away. I think progress is always something positive yeah. and not negative, and I think it would be more negative to be like, okay, go back to who I was before. I put a lot of work into being a new person a little bit or an updated version of myself. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't want to take that away. And you look great on the train. Look great. Thank you. <laughs> it's the same for me. I, I think uh, whatever the name is, the package and the performance is going to be the same, and that goes for the both of us. Um, I'm very happy with it, and I can just agree with what Walter said. Who's in it? <laughs> um, uh, you know, it felt like a step up. Definitely, I'm very happy with it, and I think um, it's a new new stage of our career. So that was very. That would be cool for you, as though you've had more mic time, right, since you came up to SmackDown, like more of a speaking role featured on the on the show i guess that's been cool for you that's been very cool yeah i actually um got to wrestle like a couple of times as well actually like many times the last couple of weeks and i'm very happy with what we've been doing 
It is just uh, like uh, Gunther said, it's changed, you know, like everything is a little different than it used to be, but um, we're always uh, making the best of it, whatever situation we're in, and I think we've done a pretty good job. Now, I've got to ask, because it's a dream match that I keep pedaling every time we talk. Uh, you've been on a few shows with him now, have you had a chance to meet Brock Lesnar yet? I haven't. You haven't met him? Haven't. Come on, he's avoiding you at this point. Maybe he is, <laughs> I don't know, but I haven't. <laughs> What about uh, NXT Europe, fellas? I know NXT UK is rebranding. Is that something you'd like to at least make a pit stop over there? I'm sure there's a lot of friends you'll have that will be involved. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's definitely a progression to NXT UK. I think NXT UK had kind of like fulfilled its purpose. But if you want to reach out to the whole continent, mm. I'm not sure of how interesting it is to have it exclusively branded as NXT UK. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's definitely a, a step forward. And we just have to see how it plays out. I don't know anything about it. Basically, found out with the announcement too. Um, yeah, but I'm excited for it. There's a lots of great talent in Europe, so and I hope a lot of them get a chance. Actually, yeah, I can just agree. Honestly, there's so much talent out there. So um, it's their time now. They get the opportunity to shine, you know. And Europe has such a rich wrestling history. It would be a shame not to call it NXT UK uh, <laughs> Europe. And finally, Legacy of Imperium, fellas. Um, you know, must be very proud of what you guys did. And obviously changing your names doesn't change a lot of the great things that Imperium did. How do you look back on that period? It was amazing, the time of our lives really. Um, I gotta say that um, it doesn't really matter what the name is because the atmosphere whenever we came in changed, you know, and it is something that you can't really, can't, really can't put your finger on. It was just like, you know, our music, the way we carried ourselves and all that. Um, hey man, never say never, what can I say? You know? <laughs> Alice McCarvey here with the Street Profits in Cardiff ahead of Clash at the Castle. What's going on, fellas? What up, what up? Listen, everyone talks about Tez getting in great shape. Dogs, you're doing bits too, man. Is this a conscious effort from you boys? Have you been hitting the gym extra hard this year? I mean, yeah, you know. I like to go get a workout in every once in a while, you know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta let everybody know I'm 270 pounds and I still move like I'm 180, you know? No, dad goes around here, fellas. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm still dad botting it up, you know what I'm saying? It's fat guy fall, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bad guy fall, you know? I gotta represent. Now let's talk about Usos at Money in the Bank, please. Now listen, I'm, this is a match that I personally love. One of my match of the year contenders. Everyone talking about how you went crazy after that match. Just give me a little bit of the lowdown, what the reaction was like backstage, how pleased you were in the grand scheme of things. Because I, I would call that like one of your legacy matches at this point. People are gonna talk about it for a long time. I mean, a uh, little breakdown after the matches, you know, after any type of competition or feed or game, and if like the incorrect call was made and then everyone's walking back like everything's finished you know you get a little upset it's like hey man what's going on man like why this match not ending you know everybody chance fight forever when it's time to fight forever it's not time to fight forever no more <laughs> but uh yeah like this is one of the things that's been happening for a long time you got two great teams that are out there trying to show who's the best in the world so anytime like you have two teams of our caliber trying to prove something like there you have no question but to have magic so yeah what do you think about the magic uh i mean yo anytime we always go out there and try to outdo each other so uh it's just two teams out there trying to go out there and make a statement make names for themselves and uh be in the upper echelon of all tag teams in the whole world and that's what we do every time it's us versus the usos we got that in our minds they got that on their minds and it's just us pushing each other to be the very best that we can be what do you think about trying to take that a step further then? You have to do it again at SummerSlam. I know we had the Jeff Jarrett element put in there. Like, was that kind of a, to you, were you a bit like, whoa, Jeff Jarrett, okay, like, what's going on here? Because I thought there'd be maybe a stipulation match going on there, but 
And then Jeff Jarrett gets involved. What, what was the thinking behind that, like, in terms of trying to outdo what you've done at Money in the Bank? Uh, just stay focused in task at hand, you know. You have things that show up and obstacles that show up, not just in professional entertainment or wrestling, but just in life. So you just try to stay focused on the task at hand. And unfortunately, we didn't come up with the W, but it doesn't stop, like, the mindset, the goal, the intent of getting back. Not only just the raw tag team championships we never lost, but the undisputed, which is something the street powers haven't done before. So it's all about trying to make history at that point in time. Uh, but now, nah, man, I mean, shoot, I got a feeling we gonna see them boys again at some point. So we gonna definitely outdo what we did at Money in the Bank and SummerSlam put together. So, uh, but yeah, it was just about trying to make history and do something that we haven't done. Fellas, enjoy your weekend in Cardiff. Thank you very much, man. Cheers. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Alex McCarthy speaking with the great and the good in Cardiff ahead of tonight's event, and we'll preview the full card ahead of live Premier League football shortly here on TalkSport 2. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. You're back on TalkSport 2. Yes, if you've been listening to the whole show, the time confusion has happened again because you're back in the pub (laughs) with us. Uh, I've just been shown the list of the amazing people who you probably just heard interviews from a moment ago. And wow, you guys had a great time. (laughs) I have been loving Judgment Day, by the way, Mm. which I have to say, I wasn't buying into Judgment Day, even when they had the edge turn. And now I feel like they've made them feel important. I like I the Rio presentation very much. Yeah. Loving how Rio's presented. Uh, and I've always, you know, my boy Finn, if he's got something to sink his teeth into, that's always good news. Because between, you know, sporadic NXT run and the main roster, I've really wanted more for him. So as long as he's a prominent player, I'm good. Him and Dolph had a stonking oh. match on TV the other day as well. Right. A good old-fashioned sell-off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's break down the card. Clash at the castle. First WWE pay-per-view for 30 years in this country. Yep. I had to do that maths and I uh, struggled with it. And wow, that is a long time. <laughs> um, 
do they do the ultimate? Does Drew win the title? Oh. Because do you know what casual fans have been asking me? You know my old uh, last I, lo- I love it when you fans. do this, yes, yeah. Two of them, who I'm going to watch the show with on Saturday, have both said to me, is Drew going to do it? Because they've watched that BT Sport promo they oh, put out, good. which is unreal. BT is so good at that. And they've been they bought into it immediately. So, I, I, if you'd asked me this a month ago, four, two months ago, when they first announced this show, I'd have said, no way, no way. Roman holds it all the way to WrestleMania. That's their plan. They want him as the longest reigning champion, yada, yada, yada. I don't know, man. I feel like Roman would buy into it. I feel like the crowd would go mental. And even if it's only a short reign, like, I'm so here for it happening. I I would like to see it. You know, I'm, I'm a, a very public Drew Mark. <laughs> so, it, you know, I'm not going to hide. Uh, you know, I, he's, uh, he's a great lad and a great performer. And I do feel like he's been hitting on some great cylinders as of, as of late. My only issue would be that Roman, okay, he's had the title for over two years now. Right, over 700 and what is it, 40, 20 days? Terrible maths for this table today. But still, <laughs> he's had it for a long time. You really want the person who beats him to be made, right? You really, yeah, wa- yeah. you really want that That's person fair. to maybe be a fresh matchup, to to be someone who is arriving in the main event scene that could get the ultimate rub from beating Roman Reigns. Now that could even be someone like Cody, right, who hasn't been to the mountaintop before. I know he's not around right now. But I'm just saying the kind of person you would like to do that. Or you're bringing up who you think will be the next guy. I don't know, a Montez or Brombreco. Whoever you think it is, that is who you should be looking at. I, I think you can justify that that is Drew to an extent, though. I know he's held the title and had a long run with the title and held it twice technically as well. But I would say that the break, the dip and the return, yeah. the fact that he's not done it in front of a crowd Very, yet, yeah, yeah. all of that stuff means that... I think it's the difference between having somebody who people will look back on in 10, 15 years' time and go, oh, yeah, Drew McIntyre really helped carry them through the pandemic to a guy who can be a main event player for the next five-plus years. That's, that's very fair. And, and Drew is, like, for all intents and purposes, very Cena-esque with WWE. Like, you know, he does all of the appearances, all of the media, one of the most hard-working individuals. If people knew half the stories about him behind, the, you know, in terms of how he works out and what he dedicates to this business... He ticks all of them boxes if you're WWE. And I think the, the historical factor, right? First show in 30 years, the symbolic moment. Bulldog and Bret Hart, is that the same if Bret Hart goes over? Is it? I mean, you know, I feel like for what WWE are trying to achieve with this show, I could see them having Drew go over. And it wouldn't be a bad thing. It would cement him where he is. I just feel like with the time invested in Roman as the, as the champion... That is kind of the asterisk for me where I'm like, I, I think it could be better served doing it for someone else. Because if you just let Drew get the big win and then let's say Roman beats him again in however long, it kind of takes away the whole point that he was champion for a few years. And the other thing you have to consider, do WWE want Roman to be champion heading into WrestleMania season when he's almost certainly going to be facing The Rock? I don't think they need the title involved in that. But you could argue that they do because of the head of the table stuff and he would have the title as, as part of that, you know, I'm the big dog persona and that he's the man now and not the rock. There are many ways you could play it. If you put your WWE hat on, you could see them keeping Roman with the title. I, I still think the biggest problem is that they 
put both of them on him and haven't got a way to split Absolutely him. the biggest and, problem. And they're still in. I, I actually thought they might try and do something like a little bit of a ridiculous Austin Theory puts in for the money in the bank, but they only announce one of the belts, and so he only wins yeah. one of well, them. Well, they might. Or, or, like, some nonsense like that to try and break them up, and then that way you could have Roman hold a title, not both titles. Could have done two falls with Drew, right? First one's for one and second's for another. Like I know that probably makes one title more important than the other. I don't know. Or, they, or, they've got or, to split them somehow. Or you have them do two matches on in a night yeah. at some point. Survivor Series, Mania, Rumble maybe makes a lot of sense for that. Like, anyway, that's a whole separate issue. I think we both agree the likelihood is it stays on Roman. Yeah. And what another string to the bow to beat Drew in a hometown. Yeah. Let's put the asterisks on that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Show. Uh, all right. Rest of the card then. Uh, I'm going to talk Seamus Gunther next. Don't get me wrong, I love how they've booked Gunther. I love how he's been shown as a monster. I love how, I think even though it's the first time the IC title's finally getting defended on a bleeding pay-per-view in however many years now, he has added some real strength to that presentation. I just can't see how you don't... After Seamus has talked about it in every interview we've ever done with him, (laughs) he has always said it was a hope and dream for him to become the 21st... The 16th modern era Grand Slam champion in a re- again relative hometown. But crowd the only one with the full huge. set. He would be the only one with the complete set. Is that right? right? Of everything. Both tags, both main titles, and both the secondary titles. I believe so because I don't. Uh, I think him and Edge. I think Edge has got them all as well because Edge has done the Rumble, King of the Ring, uh, Money in the Bank, and he's been champion. I think he's done all the mid cards. He's been tag champion about a million times, so I'm sure Edge has as well. But um, that's like the mega Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah, rather yeah. Rather than just the title Grand Slam, that's yeah. like the everything accolade. Anyway, yeah, that's why I feel like Sheamus has to go over. But this match should be a bruising, brawling, meaty slapping of meat that <laughs> will. I want to see chest chop. I want to see Sheamus red raw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to oh, see it. There's a quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one for social. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I, I think this is going to be an absolute slog fest. Oh, God, it is. And I can't wait. But it, it all depends. I don't think they'll have the magic night for Seamus Andrew. One or the other, maybe. Although, having said that, WrestleMania 35 is like the exception to the rule where all the baby faces came good, right? Uh, Seth, Kofi, uh, Becky, they all got the big win. Um... Ah, I, I think a lot also depends on what they've got for Vault. I was about to tell. I was about to tell myself to f off then with my terrible forgetting. It. Gunther, um, what do they have next for him? Okay, like if if you are trying to make the IC title relevant again, and you must say that Triple H has been trying to do that with the mid card belts, both the US title and the IC belt. They're getting the vignettes. They're getting the video packages that show the prestige and the lineage, right? He's been really playing up to that, which I appreciate, and it's made the title matches feel more granular. If you're trying to do that, and then I could see him keeping it with Gunther, uh, and the, the wait for Sheamus goes on, I think he'll get it eventually. Or you do give it to Sheamus, because Gunther is then heading for whoever the champion is coming out of the, the, the pay-per-view. I'm not saying he'll be next, but that's a trajectory he'll be on sooner rather than later. Triple H, we know thinks incredibly highly of Gunther. Let's just take a second to think about the way he booked him in NXT throughout. Mm -hmm. He's got a handful, not even a handful of losses 
on his record. It's only the main roster where he came to Survivor Series and we all know what happened there. In NXT, Triple H and Shawn Michaels have treated him like the special performer that he is. That's all that's lingering in my mind. Like, if he drops it, it will be for a larger reason. Okay, we've not got a huge amount of time, just a couple of minutes to, to go yep. over the remainder of it. Uh, I guess the other one we should mention from a hometown perspective is with Finn, the Irishman face in that edge, Rey Mysterio against Judgment. It's oddly booked, that to me. That's the one that's like a... I don't think they wanted to give us Edge and Finn one-on-one. They're holding that and saving it. I think that's what the match should have been. They're getting Rey on the card, who has great international appeal. I get it, but... I, I am excited to see four guys go. This is an example of a match that isn't in that top tier for me, but still can be brilliant. But you're aware the action will yeah, be yeah. good, yeah. yeah. I mean, what they should have done is Finn and uh, Edge, Rhea versus Dom, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're laughing, and we're laughing. Let Rhea squash Dom. Um, no, I, I, yeah, again, like you said, it's going to be great. It's going to be a little taster and probably a, a continuance of the larger Judgment Day story. I assume Judgment Day will, will use their nefarious ways to get the victory here but really like you said I, and I have to imagine the end goal is Edge and Finn Balor wherever that is at the next big pay-per-view which would be Survivor Series so they've got some time to kill um, but I do think this is going to be good and you know the English fans are going to really appreciate seeing Edge again been a long mm-hmm. time yeah huge uh, I'm just going to ask for quick predictions for the rest then we talked a lot about Riddle and Rollins earlier which way do you think it goes though do you know what? Both of them really need pay-per-view wins. Yeah, like, Rollins they? has been getting trashed on pay-per-view, but he's, like, bulletproof. That's why I think Riddle, because... Yeah, I do too. Because Triple H knows he needs to be pushed harder, yeah. and Rollins is almost Teflon at this he, point. He is Teflon. He is. And he deserves that. He's had a stellar, stellar year. You know, while we're here talking about that, Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler, uh, for me, you know, you when you get those titles... Like, once you face Ronda Rousey, I was like, oh, man, I don't know which way this is going to go. I know which way this is going to go. This is one of those, like, let's give the champion a solid defence. Uh, and I don't get me wrong, Triple H loves Shayna. He does. He's treated her well in the past, but... It needs to be a straight win, though. Liv Morgan needs a win bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that protects the title and her. And I like Liv Morgan a lot. Me too. This needs to be a, a builder for her. And then the six, I mean, it's... I, Every, there's so many great people in this match it can't not be great even if it is just a six person let's go mad match yeah and again there's always place for that on the card right you like you need those those six women in this in this encounter for, for me uh, is, is it damage control that's what we're calling Bailey's group with Dakota and EO uh, especially after they didn't win the belts this week I, I, I always feel very strongly against uh, you know trying to build a faction and having them lose a lot early. It's very counterintuitive. They need to get the big victory here. You can have dysfunction amongst the baby faces. You don't need them to stand tall. Let's give Bailey and the group a big win. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that as well. I could happily see it going either way. I, I think it has to be probably Alexa, maybe Asuka. Don't put the pin on Bianca. No. Her. Similar to the, the other tag match. I think the likelihood is Edge and Ray lose, so you can have Judgment Day have a bigger build towards Finn and Edge. Yep. But Ray's the one taking that pin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way that <laughs> Edge is going out on his back on Saturday night. <laughs> no chance at all. Uh, brilliant. Look, mate, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Monday, we're going to have a brilliant show with three exclusive interviews. We're being a little bit teasy on what there's going to be, but watch out for Alex's uh, Twitter because there'll be photos and video and everything on yep. there yep, as yep, well. Yep. Plus, TalkSport 2 will be tweeting out some stuff as well. Keep enjoying, keep listening, subscribe to the podcast as well. So much cracking stuff on there. Thank you for listening. This has been Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2.
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 